Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning and welcome to Direct Line. It's Thursday, December 15, 10 days till Christmas. Halfway through December. Yeah, do you have all your shopping done? I'm not shopping this You're year. not doing any shopping. None. Wow, that's a great way to have all your shopping done. That's right, money. That's, yeah, all, okay. that's all that's going to happen this okay. year. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> that's a gift that a lot of people like, you know? <laughs> hey, I had, when you have kids that are, you know, trying well, to buy a house and all that kind it. of stuff, they don't need a bunch of junk. Well, my so. mother-in-law was requesting a wish list from me, uh-huh. and you know, I really struggled <laughs> to put that together because yeah. I don't really need anything, you right, know? Right, and, right, right. And I don't need money, I guess. Is what I would say. I mean, I just, it's one of those things I think you get to a certain point in life sometimes, and you know, you're, you're in good shape moving forward. So, anyway, yeah, yeah, I've got one (laughs) present left to buy. Well, last week you said you only were buying what three, three, and Marla helped me buy two (laughs) thanks to the blessing of Amazon. I know that's not very, uh, community friendly, but I will buy that third gift somewhere here in Danville and shop local, be a blessing to the communities here. But Hey, with Christmas 10 days away, I'm reminded we are knee deep in Advent. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to just talk a little bit about some of where we've been on Sunday mornings this year. It's kind of been a unique Advent from a preaching perspective, I would say, in that we really haven't focused on what we would consider kind of the core Christmas narratives, the Mary, Mm -hmm. the Joseph, Mm -hmm. Bethlehem, the manger. We were in the prophets. We looked at Isaiah and, you know, the word about the the Savior to come. We looked at the senior citizens of the faith who were not married. (laughs) Simeon and Anna were not married. I I didn't throw you under the bus Sunday. I said someone Somebody. said to me, I but I, I didn't. I didn't mention you. But um, well, you can you can throw me under the bus, okay? Because right. there's probably other people like right. me. I'm probably right. not the only dumb right. one out there. I mean, I just assumed Simeon and Anna went together. Yeah. And then last week hmm. we looked at the Magi, which yeah. probably did not take place that starry night in Bethlehem. We think it might have even right. been a year later that right. the Magi came. But this week, I am super excited. We're diving into the Book of Revelation. Yes. And so when I say the Book of Revelation, what do you think of? Apocalypse, okay. the end of the world. Prophecy, futuristic yeah. prophecy, yes, yes. yeah. And, and I think that's one of the real misnomers about Revelation, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. that's one of the things that keeps people from studying or even reading the book mm-hmm. of Revelation. I'd make the case there's more history mm-hmm. in the book of Revelation okay. than there is prophecy, but Revelation 12 is an interesting passage of Scripture because you can make the case that it is a Christmas passage. And I don't want to give away the message today, but I did put on my Facebook page yesterday. I don't know if you saw I that saw or not. That. And uh, the responses. Okay. Was that you created that picture? I did that? not. I stole no, that. You stole um, that picture. I okay. had a seminary professor. He's probably the best professor that I ever had the pleasure to sit with, uh-huh. uh, Dr. Bob Lowry. He's okay. been with Jesus for 11 and a half mm-hmm. years now, but uh, he was an expert on the book of Revelation. Okay. In fact, he wrote a book on, on okay. the book of Revelation. And he preached a sermon. I, I was trying to remember when I first heard it, but it became a a classic message. I think it was called Christmas on Patmos. Hmm. Of course, the island of right. Patmos is where the Apostle John was exiled to late in his life, right. and it's there that 
uh, we believe he received this mm-hmm. revelation mm-hmm. that has become the book of Revelation. But in it, he makes the case that if you're going to say Matthew 1 and 2 and Luke 1 and 2 are Christmas narratives, don't leave out Revelation chapter 12. Now, you told me that my predecessor, yes. Drew Mincer, preached a message along those lines. And it was a hit. Yeah. and Because one of, people were, I don't right. think people knew that Revelation was a right. Christmas. Right. Revelation 12 was right. a Christmas passage. And one of, uh, one of the people commenting on my Facebook page yesterday is a longtime member mm-hmm. at Second, and mm-hmm. she said, I still remember when yes. Drew preached that message. Yes. So yes. it'll be interesting. I think that um, the message is going to be a shock to some because the title is Christmas Means War. Mm-hmm. And when we think Christmas, we don't think, think war. We think peace on earth and yeah. goodwill to men. We think that video that we showed on Tuesday at the Oasis Christmas gathering mm-hmm. of the reenactment of what happened during World War One when you know the two sides mm-hmm. put down their rifles mm-hmm. for 24 hours and it was the singing of Silent Night mm-hmm. that supposedly led to that 24-hour truce. But um, I think Revelation 12 is a powerful passage of Scripture and it's a reminder there is a spiritual battle. Correct. You know, right. our our battle is not against flesh and blood, right. as right. the Apostle Paul right. said. So I'm excited about Sunday. I'm excited to see the nativity scene that you. Set I'm working up and on how, it. How that comes together? And my together. dragon yeah, with your dragon. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's a story in itself. <laughs> Maybe I'll share that story next week. Okay. How, how I came to possess the dragon yeah. that will make its appearance yeah. on Sunday. Now I had somebody yesterday, uh, a staff member, just convinced that I have preached on Revelation 12 and I have brought out my red dragon on Sunday morning. I don't think. I have, have I? I don't think so. I, I don't remember that, but um, he you brought is... out your red dragon at the women's care clinic thing last week, didn't you? On right, <laughs> right. Well, I didn't bring it out. Oh, our, our buddy Anthem uh, was uh, <laughs> fascinated with That's it, right. which is awesome. I mean, it made an appearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think you've done but, um, that on yeah, a Sunday morning. Yeah, I, I, I did preach my very first year here. Uh, Terry Goodwin was supposed to preach on the last Sunday of the year, and illness struck him uh-huh. that morning. Uh-huh, and okay. But but I don't think we did Revelation hmm. uh, 12. I think uh, we looked at the different trees, you know, mm. Genesis 3, you know, the tree of the knowledge mm-hmm. of good okay. and evil, mm-hmm. the cross, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the tree of life in Revelation 22. But mm-hmm. I just wanted to check on live radio. If I'm losing my mind or not, because I don't remember sharing don't that message. Know. I said, I bet it's Drew that What's you're that thinking commercial of. that they always play during the football games? Like you can go back and see the replay. Yes. Throw the red flag. And Wouldn't see the that replay? be great to go Maybe, back? Yeah. You know, the older I get, uh, the more I need that replay flag because, man, I, I'm forgetful. I I was trying to think through some of the articles that I sent you for radio last week uh-huh. uh, that we didn't cover. Right. And one that I couldn't remember is involving one of my favorite former athletes. Do you know the name Tim Tebow? I do. And we did not talk about it. We him did last not week. talk so about it. So let's talk about him this week. Yeah. So Tim Tebow was, I think, the Heisman Trophy winner when he was in college at Florida, okay. two time national champion, uh, was told, You'll never make it in the NFL. And he didn't make it long term, but he did make a splash mm-hmm. for a time. Mm-hmm. And he's probably best known for his out of the box faith. You know, mm-hmm. he would kneel after a touchdown to mm-hmm. pray, mm-hmm. and that became controversial, which mm-hmm. I just find, you know, ironic in itself. But he has published a one-year devotional, mm-hmm. and then there's also a one-year devotional for kids. And I don't know anything about it, but I'm going to get it. And oh, yeah. I think for a lot of people, this is 
the time of the year that they're saying, I want to do something different as the new year rings in. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we push all the time is develop that rhythm of daily devotion. Right. Uh, And, you know, for a lot of people, it's read through the Bible in the year. Uh, I think you're, are you a fan of the Jesus Calling devotional? Is that right or not? Yeah, I have a couple of them sitting beside my bed. But but I mean, it's just that idea that every day, whether it's morning or night or whatever, or lunchtime, that there's just this rhythm of devotion. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Tim Tebow has developed a one-year devotional, Man on a Mission. Um, Something that he's driving home is that every person can have a life that counts. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if he had a chance to read through that or not. but Well, he's um, actually encouraging us to put others first all year That's what I'm saying, right. Like an attitude of service or, you know, putting But he's saying by doing that, you are developing Mm -hmm. significance in your life and in the lives of others. And, uh, you know, his story is just a fascinating story. I don't know if you know this or not, but his mom and dad were missionaries in the Philippines. And when she became pregnant, she was told Mm -hmm. the baby inside of you will not survive. Mm -hmm. Your only option is abortion. Mm. Came from the medical profession. When they were in the Philippines? or when they I were think they the had States. come home okay. at that point, but I, huh. I, mean, I think it was a, right. a time that they were there, mm. and they went against the doctor's mm-hmm. um, really mandate that right. you must have an abortion, and she said, we're going to believe in faith mm-hmm. that God's going to bless us with a healthy baby boy, mm-hmm. and Tim Tebow yeah. was that healthy baby yeah. boy. It's and awesome so he's using his yeah. platform to yeah. make a difference. Yeah. So check that out. Hey, one more thing and we'll go to break. I saw a, I saw a movie and I'm going to see a movie in the next 10 days that I wanted to talk about. Do you remember the movie that I mentioned this summer when it came out called father stew? I do remember you talking about Mark it. Wahlberg, right? Mel Gibson, mm-hmm. Saw it. Now, I do need to give a disclaimer. We are a family-friendly show, and the language is not necessarily family-friendly the entire time. What I did not realize is it is absolutely a true story. Hmm. And I don't want to give it away, but um, I was in tears as... The, the movie ended so in, in a positive Stu. way. Father Stu, um, you know, it's the life of a guy that probably didn't seem like a likely candidate for uh, the priesthood uh-huh. and yet followed God's plan for his life, faced some just unbelievably difficult life obstacles, mm-hmm. didn't turn his back on God. And uh, the movie ends in a really hmm. neat way that I won't give away, but hmm. check it out. Okay. Um, I think it's on Netflix. Okay. Netflix are prime right now. Okay. I'm sure you could rent it as well. If you still rent, do people still rent movies? I don't know. Is that still a thing? I I'm don't not, know. I'm not sure. You know, well, I do people even go to movies. I mean, unfortunately, well, not in Danville, not in Danville right? anymore, but maybe but that's going to change. See why? Because if you can sit at home and click right. a button and right. get the same movie, why right. in the world would you go right to a, th- I don't know. Right. I, I guess. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. been a go to the movie theater kind of person? Not a lot. I yeah. mean, I I've have never, gone. That's never uh, really been a rhythm uh, in my life. And either. I don't know why. It's just, we watch a lot of movies. We watch them on our couch, you know? But, and, but back in the day, I mean, yeah, when you guys were first married, there no, were, you couldn't do that. No, not but, really. I mean, probably the most movies that we would go and we would watch are movies that we would see, um, um, like on uh, replay, like we'd get a, a DVR of some sort right. along those lines. Right, go to Blockbuster lines. or something. So, yeah, 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 back but, in the day. But anyway, yeah, anyway, you know, the kids, we'd do some kids' movies, you right. know, but yeah, for the right. most part, that's right. all we did. Well, hey, let's do this. Let's go to break, and when we come back, I've got a couple things, and then at 8.30 this morning, we're going to be blessed to have with us Daniel Chapel and Brian Carpenter from FCA. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, December 15, and we'll be right back after this.
You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI PC. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Let's hear now from Interim Co-Director Mariah Hansen. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville changing lives one decision at a time. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg, and we have continued this movie conversation while we were off air talking about, um, you know, some some places that we go to see movies. And Garrett was saying he likes to go where he can go lounge in those fancy chairs, and I think that's kind of... You're not into the fancy chairs, huh? Well, I'm not... It's not that I'm not into the fancy chairs, but I wonder who before me was in the fancy chair and yeah. how clean are they? Well, maybe they I clean the chairs. Maybe they clean the fancy chairs. They're they so do. fancy that they get clean. <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember like two years, three months ago when we first opened <laughs> yes. up, how after every service we'd come in and we'd spray the chairs? Well, and now the chairs you know? are all mis- yeah, discolored. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't you know remember that. that? Yeah. yeah, I remember it. Yeah. I don't know that it did a single thing. Do you thing. spray your chairs at home ever? No. no yeah, I don't either. Yeah. The only thing I do is I try yeah. to get the cat hair off of my well, that's true. And, that's good. That's gross. That's but, always good. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's hey, t- talk want, about another movie. Yeah, I want to recommend uh-huh. a movie that I haven't seen, but I hope to go see. It's simply called "I Heard the Bells," okay. but it's based on the story of Henry Wadworth Longfellow. Wadsworth. That Wadsworth Henry is Wadsworth, that right? Yeah. yeah, I think Longfellow, yeah. Yeah. and uh, you know, former Harvard professor, mm-hmm. great American mm-hmm. poet, but he wrote the Christmas hymn "I Heard the Bells on Christmas right. Day," now, which we're have, singing this Sunday. We're singing this Sunday. Yeah. Um, man, the, I, the story behind it mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. so touching, mm-hmm. and they've made a movie okay. on it. So and it's in theaters now. It is. I'm, I looked this up for <laughs> you. You can go to Crawfordsville, the Crawfordsville Eight, mm-hmm. or you can go to the Savoy Sixteen mm-hmm. today, and you can find it and check hmm. it out. So. I'm hoping to take my lovely wife. She you, goes on Christmas break in just a couple days. Okay. Uh, final exams will be done, and I'm hoping to take her to the movie. I heard nice. the bells. So nice. yeah, yeah. So Good. we'll see. All right. We'll see how it plays out. Hey, we could not do direct line without some pretty awesome sponsors. Who are we saying thank you to? 
Yeah, we're thankful to Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, the team at Hans Tankwash, Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, and the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home. Now, something that we've pushed this entire month, I guess you would say, uh, really the last several weeks, is this idea that Christmas falls on a weekend. So Christmas Eve is Saturday. Christmas morning is Sunday. And I I think two things. Number one, as a person that I'm a Christ follower, Mm -hmm. I can't think of any place I'd rather be on Christmas Eve and Christmas morning than worshiping with my church family. But not everybody feels that way. Not everybody feels that way. (laughs) And that is kind of a trend that you see Uh developing. Mm -hmm. I don't know about around here, but Uh I've seen several churches saying we're not going to be open on Christmas Mm -hmm. morning or we're going to have an online worship Mm -hmm. offering. Again, to each your own. Mm -hmm. But I just... I want to make sure anybody that's out there that is looking for a place to worship, Mm -hmm. they find that place Mm -hmm. to worship. And so just talk a little bit about what's happening at Second Church on Saturday and Sunday. Um, Saturday, Christmas Eve at 4 o'clock and at 6 o'clock, we'll have um, services running, two services at 4 and two services at 6, one in our next-gen auditorium, one in our main auditorium. And, um, you know, it's about an hour service. Each service is different, um, but we'll get you in and out and focus on... You know, the true meaning of the season and yeah. the reason that we are celebrating is Jesus's birth. Yeah. And then on Sunday morning, um, we are going to offer two services. Right. Nine, no eight o'clock. No eight o'clock service. Right. Nine twenty and ten forty five. And that right. one will be a little bit shorter, yeah. maybe 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah. And, yeah. But we'll do communion and the whole bit. Now, and, I need help. Um, I'm preaching on Christmas morning. Right. And my title originally was going to be Christmas for Dummies. Oh, I thought it still was. Based on the book. Yeah. Well, I... I, you you and others have me wondering, do I want to call people that come to church on Christmas morning dummies? So the, the whole idea is, what are the very basic, basic aspects of sure. Christmas? Sure. You know, Emmanuel, God with us. Yeah. Nothing is impossible with mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Jesus came to save his people from their mm-hmm. sins. So what's another way of saying Christmas for dummies without saying Christmas for dummies? And I'm not necessarily asking you. I'm asking our very <laughs> smart, inquisitive, direct line <laughs> audience to send recommend, uh, recommendations my way, greg at secondchurch.com. Because hmm. I don't want to offend people. Right. I don't want to upset people. You know? Well, but someone in the world has done all these books for dummies, and it's not offending people. I know, people, I so know, I know. But if you want to call it Christmas for dummies. You are not the only one that's thrown that my way as I've thrown that title out. I'm throwing that out like, wow, people are going to really be connected. And I'm, that's not the response you're, you're that getting, I'm getting in-house. the basics of Christmas? Well, I don't know. A simple I, Christmas. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, back to the basics. Back to the basics, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So if you're out there and you have a great title for a <laughs> Christmas morning message about the basics of the Christmas narrative, send it my way. I need your help. Greg at secondchurch.com. So back to your comment about yes. churches not meeting on Sunday morning. Yes. I saw a meme on Facebook that said... Not, uh, you know, canceling church on Christmas is like celebrating your anniversary and ignoring your wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. So Again, I never want to judge another church. I never want to judge another minister. I I just need to tell you for me, as long as I'm able... We're going to have a service have on, a, on, on a Sunday. Sunday. You know, That's we're not right. going to take a Sunday off is, is kind of my perspective. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too <laughs> archaic. I'm too old school. Who knows? Now, well, prediction. What do you think will bring our way Christmas Sunday morning. Uh, you mean like I, snow? Or in terms alive? of attendance, do you, do you think it'll be a good attendance Sunday? I, I've had a couple that said, mm-hmm. I think we're going to really be disappointed how few mm-hmm. come. I disagree with that. I think there will be a, a, a decent number that'll mm-hmm. come out on Christmas morning. 
I think I wonder if people with small children, if that yeah. they will not yeah. come to church yeah. just because yeah. tradition of what happens at home with, yeah. with children. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. It's been a while since Christmas has been. It has. I think it was 2016 or 2017. And I can't remember what happened last happened. week, let alone I agree with back you. then. So I agree with you. I say we just have church for whoever Just comes. roll with it. There you That's go. Right. There you go. Well, hey, we've got Brian and Daniel in mm-hmm. the house. Mm-hmm. So let's go to break. Okay. And when we come back, we're going to learn all about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, one of the great parachurch ministries in our community. It's Thursday, December 15. You're listening to Direct Line, and we'll be right back after this. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, Area Supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, December 15. It's Greg, it's Steph, and we are blessed to have in studio with us Daniel Chapel and Brian Carpenter from Direct Line. Now, you've both been on Direct Line before, is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, good deal. Well, we're glad to have you back. And uh, let's just dive right in. Daniel, why don't you just kind of give us an overview? The year's almost over. It is. 12, 13, 14 days left in the year. Mm-hmm. What uh, what has 2022 brought for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes? It has been a... We, we just want to, first of all, a lot of gratitude from, from us to mm-hmm. our sponsors, to donors, to volunteers, to the Lord, obviously, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, who is our major donor and our major backer in all that we do, mm-hmm. we feel like we came out of COVID mm-hmm. with a slow kind of come out of a cave, yeah. you know, yeah. after hibernating mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Okay, where are we? Mm-hmm. What do we have? You know, getting a feel for the landscape, and then 
we felt like we got shot out of a cannon mm-hmm. with yeah. just yeah. favor with donors and, hmm. and board members, volunteers, staff. So, yeah. man, so I oversee my role is multi area director. So I oversee North Central Illinois, which is Bloomington Normal. I oversee Charleston, Mattoon, Danville, yeah. Fort Iroquois counties, all the way down into Effingham and Greenville mm-hmm. now. So okay. I have this wow. this huge territory that I'm responsible to staff. Okay. Okay. And it's been so cool to watch how when we do find that right staff guy like Brian yeah. mm-hmm. who feels called and is ambitious and is, is fired up and ready to do sports ministry, the donors have been there waiting. The Lord has prepared mm-hmm. that. And the number of staff that are in, we just had a guy yesterday from Bloomington who got back from boot camp, which is our fundraising yeah. boot camp. And yeah. Brian was there. Brian, Brian came on $70,000 in 70 days. Yeah. It yeah. was just this incredible. So, Wasn't that cool? And so that's a small, that, that right there, $70,000 in 70 days is a small window of what 2022 was for yeah. us. It's mm. been kind of that way all year for mm. us. So, And you know, you told me your goal was by the end of June. Yeah. And I was trying to slow you down. I was like, man, that's great. That's ambitious, but let's <laughs> yeah. don't get crazy. Yeah. But you did get crazy. I did. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, I was, you know, like I said last time, you know, we talked about this, you know, most people aren't crazy enough to, you know, step away from a full-time job, but thankfully, you know, I had a lot of hours to devote to fundraising and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I can't take credit for that one at all. You know, it's, that's God's doing. Um, he's the one that provided and provided where, where it was needed and he took care of us and, uh, you know, I mean, here we are 70, 74 days to be exact. Okay. Uh, Okay. Nobody's counting. (laughs) Right. But, uh, that's pretty good, um, man. That's yeah, a cool good. story behind that real quick, though, is uh, my goal was the end of June, yeah, June 30th, and I was actually on the golf course that afternoon because I needed a break. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Daniel sent me a text message at 2.30 in the afternoon saying I hit 110%. Wow. So, Man, on, that's great. On June 30th. So that is really I hit cool. My, I hit my goal, which really, was, really made cool. me feel good. So. so what's the transition been like for you? I mean, you were in local church ministry a long time, Yep. Um, and now you know, you're know you in ministry, of course, yeah. but it's a different rhythm. It's a different it flow. What's that like for you? Oh, man. Uh, that's a loaded question, really. No, it's uh, it like I said, it's a, it's a different ministry. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, being in church ministry, you don't worry a whole lot. Uh, in my position as student minister, right? Um, don't worry a whole lot about you know funds right. and and stuff like that. The the tithes and offerings and stuff that comes in usually kind of takes care of all that, right? Yeah, you know, that's the big difference I think in in uh, <clears throat> this type of ministry is is the funds. Yeah, um, yeah. Is raising your own own funds, raising your own budgets and stuff like that. Um, the biggest thing, I mean, I think is really in church ministry, I think we get, you know, for me, I know uh, not everybody, um, we get kind of comfortable yeah. in church ministry where yeah. we, we sit back and we wait for people to come to us right. in church ministry. Whereas uh, we're we're kind of, you know, I wouldn't say, you know, necessarily some people say we're on the front lines of ministry. Yeah. What we do, we go out, right. we, we go out uh, into the communities mm-hmm. and we're taking Jesus to people. We're taking yeah. the gospel to everybody. And um, there's there's some resistance yeah. there sometimes, yeah. and yeah. it can be terrifying, yeah. but exciting all in one because yeah. it's like we are, you know, I, I do feel that in our line of work we are living out yeah. uh, the Great Commission yeah. uh, of going, um, and that's I think that's the big difference uh, between this type of ministry and, and church ministry is yeah. it's going. I mean, yeah. if we sit in our office all day, nobody's gonna <laughs> right. nobody's right. gonna hear anything, right. and so that's we have right. to go. Amen. That's so, interesting. Amen. Daniel, you've talked about that this is kind of a second era mm-hmm. for FCA. It Explain is. what you mean when you texted that to us last night. You were talking about a second era focusing maybe on discipleship and new opportunities. Sure. Yeah. So a couple of weeks ago in a video that our president, Shane Williamson, sent out to FCA staff, 
he actually called it the second era, which mm. which was good because we've many of us who have I've been on staff twelve years mm-hmm. yeah. and was involved all the way going back to junior high school. And yeah. many of us have felt like that's what we were in, mm-hmm. this new second era. And for him to give us that language was actually very helpful. Hmm. It's like, okay, finally we're naming it. We mm-hmm. are right. this is a huge sea change from where we were. And the DNA of FCA being a sports ministry focused on Jesus, that's yeah. the same. But really the context of how we're doing that has changed because yeah. the context of sport has changed so dramatically. So yeah. explain that difference. Sure. So FCA for the most part for, for 50 years was campus-centric, whether that was high school, junior high, college, mm-hmm. little bit of professional ministry, but mostly campus and camps in the summer. And that mm-hmm. was the bread and butter of FCA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was mostly event driven. Right. Okay. A lot of campus in an event, a campus huddle with these kids meeting was more event driven. Right. Whereas FCA has said two huge shifts. We're still going to do events, but they have to come from the overflow of life on life discipleship, yeah. life mm-hmm. on life relationship. And number two, sport is quickly expanded beyond the campus. Yeah. And so how are we going to do ministry and travel club mm-hmm. and leagues? Mm-hmm. And then there's motorsports, then there's action sports, adventure sports. There's all these arenas where we could have significant impact because of our model, right. but we have to go there. We right. have to, we can't just regulate ourselves to the campus. Mm-hmm. And, and that can scare some people who say, well, what, a, you know, this is kind of, this is FCA campus. Well, right. we're not stopping. I mean, Brian could tell you for the last six months since he's been on staff, 99.9% of what Brian has done has been on campus. Yeah. But it's just saying we now have opportunity mm-hmm. and permission yeah. and model yeah. to get out of the campus exclusively into these other areas. And we're going to do it where events are an outflow and onboard to discipleship and not the win. Yeah, yeah. I love so much the impact that a believer who has the mantle of being a coach can have, and it can be a domino effect for generations to come. We had Randy Kirk with us back mm-hmm. first Sunday in November, something mm-hmm. along those lines. Randy Kirk was senior pastor here in the early 90s mm-hmm. and then went to Lincoln to be basketball coach at Lincoln Christian College. I know of at least two people that played for Randy at Lincoln that would still say to mm-hmm. this day, mm-hmm. 28 years later, he shaped them, mm-hmm. molded mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. as a basketball coach at a Bible college, mm-hmm. and they talk every week. And so I think the opportunities that you guys have to help coaches get better as followers of Jesus Christ, and then that's not saying that you don't practice basketball and you memorize the Sermon on the Mount. That's not what we're talking about <laughs> no, here. But no. it's that influence, it's that impact that can make a forever difference in Absolutely. the life of a student. So, um, hey, let's talk fundraising, because I know that at the end of the year, there's a lot of people that are intentionally saying, how can I wrap up my end-of-the-year giving? What opportunities are out there? How can people get engaged? I don't care who wants to talk about it, but talk a little bit about end-of-the-year giving. Well, we this year ran a a more strategic campaign, I would say, than we have in the past for yeah. for year end giving. I was at the support center, which is our kind of home office in Kansas City, yeah. uh, back in the spring, and and they threw up this graphic that seventy percent of FCA revenue comes in in November hmm. and December, wow. and I was like, well, that's crazy. Seventy percent of our revenue does it, so right. we're, we're missing the boat here. <laughs> right. So we tried to be a little bit more strategic this year. Sent out a kind of a year end newsletter update with an ask, and so out of that, we set a goal of fifteen thousand. We've had about just right, five thousand five hundred so far. Okay. So we're still about ten thousand dollars shy of our goal, but yeah. I'm still confident. We've got an email going out, some social media. People can jump on our website v2fca.org. You can find us on social media. Yeah, and uh, there's opportunities to give online there. Or send a, send a check in. Our address is there on our website. Man, that's great. 
That's awesome. Well, I hope that people that are listening, we've had some great guests the last several weeks Mm -hmm. that you have opportunities to support Mm -hmm. from the Hope Center to Mm -hmm. Fair Hope, uh, Mm -hmm. to the Women's Care Clinic, Mm -hmm. to FCA. And I just think it's a great opportunity Mm -hmm. to make a difference in this community. Now, something that a lot of people may not know about the two of you is that you are preachers as well. And uh, just by that reality, you have opportunities to step in and preach at times. You're not available every Mm -hmm. Sunday, but Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about what it's like when a church gives you a call and says, hey, you know, I'm, the preacher's going to be out of town and we need someone to preach. Are you just talking about FCA? Are you preaching a gospel message? Both? I mean, what's that look like? Take it away. Usually, you know, I mean, basically what it looks like is uh, just a pulpit. Fill. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know when I when I fill in sometimes, you know, here since I've come on staff with FCA, I've filled in three times at, at three different churches. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, they introduced me as the area rep for yeah. Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Yeah. Um, but I don't give an FCA plug whatsoever. Right. You right. Know, I get up there and usually I, I'm in contact with uh, whoever the, the lead minister is that's normally preaching, say, yeah. are you in the middle of something? Right. Um, sometimes they are. And so give me kind of a, a little bit of, you know, where to go with a, a message and stuff. And sometimes they're like, nope, just do whatever. And okay. But yeah, it's, it's just like preaching a normal sermon gotcha. um, is, gotcha. is how I approach it. Yeah. Um, you enjoy that? I do. I okay. do. You yeah. know, I mean, when I was on staff at, at Crossroads, um, you know, I, I preach quite a bit, yeah. you know, we had a rotation a little bit going on there between the, the three of us on the ministry staff and, and, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, that's kind of, you know, when I was kind of getting to the end of student ministry, I, that was kind of a thought in my head is, do I want to go on mm-hmm. to be more of a mm-hmm. preaching minister mm-hmm. or, or what? So yeah. um, it's still there, and I still love doing it. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, whenever, uh, you know, I think we're both available, yeah. you know, if if needed. Um, you know, I mean, I just filled in for a, a friend of ours uh, up in Hoopston who, um, yeah. you know, had an emergency yeah. and uh, yeah. so needed somebody to fill in and uh, he actually initially asked Daniel. Uh, Daniel couldn't, yeah, wasn't yeah. available. So Daniel, you know, said, "Hey, would you mind doing it?" So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we're that's you know, great. We're available if if needed. Daniel, you yeah. like to preach? I do. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know if people love to listen to me preach. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are two different things. I but, bet they do. But Just I love, knowing you, I bet they do. I love to mm-hmm. to preach and to teach, and like Brian said, for. It depends on the situation. We've had times where they're in the middle of a series, and I said, hey, I'd love to help you continue your series. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. it's, okay, you do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And I do, like Brian said, we don't, we're don't. we not there to plug FCA, but right. of course it comes up. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's our daily life, yeah. and there's a lot of... I, I try to be careful with the sports metaphors, yeah. because yeah. I know it doesn't <laughs> land with everybody, right. but that's that's the world we live in. No, but we, we're, we're available and open. We love to, we love to do it. And uh, would be happy to to at least connect with any elder team or pastor who mm-hmm. needs to fill in. Mm-hmm. So as we wrap up here, you know our our listeners are praying people. You guys are young guys with young families, um, large families, and so <laughs> how many kids between the two of you? Eleven. Eleven, Eleven kids Man. between the two of you. Wow. wow. He's got more. He's got six. Yeah. I only have five. Well, there's still wow. time, buddy. No. Catch up, man. No. 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 Right. We won't right. get into that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but how yeah. can our listeners pray for you as family? and then your ministry with FCA? Um, I honestly, as uh, personally and for our families, I think, you know, just raising kids yes. in today's world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, it's tough. Yeah. Um, you know, I have, I'm a little bit older than Daniel, so so my kids are a little bit, you know, 
older. We have mm-hmm. some that are close mm-hmm. to the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just raising kids in today's mm-hmm. world. Yeah. Um, yeah. How difficult that is. I mean, my brothers and I joke a lot that um, if we knew what it was going to be like, <laughs> I don't know if we would have had kids. Right. Seriously, right. it's that right. tough and it's right. that hard. Right. Um, just protecting them mm-hmm. um, from what's out there. Crazy world um, we're living in, brother. It is. Yeah. It is. And so I think that's a huge mm-hmm. one. Another, you know, thing be praying for is, is, uh, uh, on the FCA side of things, uh, volunteers. Yeah. Um, yeah. What we want to see FCA become and where the direction we want FCA to go here in Vermillion County, um, it, it's going to take an army. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Of volunteers to, yeah. to make volunteers? it happen. Um, With what kind of skills? Or what are you talking about? They love Jesus. Okay. <laughs> and they love sports. Okay. Um, people that can communicate to coaches and to athletes, mainly coaches. Mm. Um, you know, down the road, we're looking at, at possibly implementing well not possibly we are going to uh, i'm very optimistic with that uh implementing character coaches within each school mm-hmm. uh in vermaine county and that's a volunteer position so they got to have yeah. some sort of sports background mm-hmm. yeah. um but love jesus and and love just serving coaches and athletes gotcha. so gotcha. um that's a big prayer right now awesome. for daniel us. what about you man similar you know we, we have six kids and the idea of trying to figure out how to it's, it's that tension right of being in the world, not of the world. So right. we, we don't want to seclude and shelter our kids completely so that they're completely unaware of what's happening and, and unavailable for mission. But we also don't want to get so close that we fall in. So there's right. this constant tension as parents. We're trying to discern what's best and what's right. And every kid's different. And some of our kids are from foster care or mm-hmm. we've adopted. And so mm-hmm. all these yeah. different pieces, we just love prayer mm-hmm. for wisdom and discernment and sure. guidance. And on the FCA side, similar, the, the opportunities for ministry will always far outweigh our ability to hire staff, which is yeah. the same way for you guys yeah. in the church yeah. world too. Yeah. So volunteers are huge. And then we do need funding. Yeah. Yeah. Not funding the ministry right. and also funding new staff. Mm-hmm. Because right. again, there is that critical mass of staff that we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though we'll never be able to hire enough, there is that baseline that we need. So right. funding volunteers mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. That's great. Um I don't know how much you guys want to say about this banquet 2023. I've been to the last couple banquets. I love them. Do, do we know much? Are we still working on it? What, what can you say? What can we say? What Brian? Can <laughs> we say? That's a good question. Uh, we were, we know a potential uh, timeline. Yeah. It's either going to be the first or second week of March. Okay. Okay. Um, we're looking at um, possible speaker. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be uh, Brian Barnhart, voice yeah. of the Illini. Hmm. Um, Strong so, believer. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. so we're, we're trying to work around his schedule because yeah. he's got a coach's show on Monday night. Yeah. So we're trying to work out that the, the kinks with that yeah. and trying to figure out exactly when he could come over here to, yeah. to Danville to, to our banquet. Do you know that but, name, uh, Stephanie, Brian Barnhart? Nope. He is if the you, voice of the Fighting Illini. If you heard his yes. voice, you would know who he yeah. is. And he, he really, I don't know that I would because I yeah. don't know that I've ever heard any Illini. He's really from Indiana, <laughs> isn't she? Well, yeah. We've got, we got a it. lot of work yeah, to do, do with Stephanie <laughs> Spangler, but that, that, that could be a whole show, <laughs> so we'll leave, <laughs> leave that alone. But um, I'll tell you, I've never been a NASCAR guy. That's just my confession. And because of Banquet, last year it gave me a hmm. whole new insight to nascar yeah, yeah. um and i remember hearing the story i'm trying to is it trevor trevor, trevor, trevor yeah you know he, what he won the daytona 500 early on yes and then hasn't won since hasn't raced a lot since. yes yeah. lost but, his car yeah but just his message hmm. of perseverance mm-hmm. and what, they're in like the coffee business now is that yeah, right they're in yeah. the coffee business in I mean, knoxville tennessee yeah so you know you never know how you're going to be touched and how you're going to hmm. be moved and uh, i've been blessed to be able to be a part of the 
the banquets just as someone in the audience, you know, there to to support it. But first or second week of March, 2023. Yep. yep. Okay. Stay tuned. That's the that's the plan. <laughs> now I was going to do this last question just with Stephanie, but since I've got the two of you in here, the World Cup. Is uh, uh, ongoing right now, yeah. and uh, Brian's did, a huge soccer fan. No. <laughs> well, like, here's the thing: we did predictions last and week. It was the already. elite eight. Yep. Who did you predict? Morocco. Morocco. Okay, and uh, I said I thought France might be the ticket, yeah. and so the final is Sunday during church. I mean, could they schedule it a different time than during church? But it's Argentina versus mm-hmm. France. What do you think, Daniel? I'm, I'm with Lionel Messi, Argentina. All Argentina. The way. Okay, Stephanie. I don't care. Okay. I don't care. Okay. That's Do you great. want to go to one of those countries? Would no. You? Okay. Okay. No. Brian, what do you think? Oh, uh, man. I actually just watched SportsCenter on this, and they did a big segment about yeah? the, the legacy of Messi, and I yeah. can't even pronounce the guy's name from yeah. France. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm I I like watching Messi play. He's yeah. a well known name. I'm yeah. not a big soccer guy, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see him win. I'm not um, a big soccer guy. I watch soccer once every four years. Yep, the World Cup. The World Cup. But I'm going to go ahead and say Viva la France. Yeah. Okay, so we'll see. We we'll see how it plays they out. Win it last they won year? it last time. I think yeah. it'd be the first repeat. Or not last year, but yeah, four years ago. Four yeah, years but ago. very very long yeah. time. So I'll yeah. bet you Ben Smith will be watching up in oh, the live stream uh-huh. room. Can I tell you what I did to Ben? We were gathering at church when America. America ended up losing. I can't remember who they got knocked out by, but they ended up losing. And we were at church for an ordination that was taking place. Yeah. And I came in and America was getting killed. And I walked up to him and I said, bummer about the USA. And his look at me was like he oh, wanted to kill me because, because he, he had gonna... it on his computer. Yes. And oh, he, he was on a, like an hour delay. <laughs> and at that point, it was still zero to zero. So <laughs> He didn't know. Yeah. Poor wow. But maybe I saved him some heartache, right? By, by letting him go. know. So anyway. Go. Well, hey, guys, thank you so much hey, for taking time. for having us. For yeah, coming for having in. Us. Appreciate you guys. Brian Carpenter, Daniel mm-hmm. Chapel, FCA. Daniel, one more time. Mm-hmm. What's the website where people can find more information? That would be V as in Vermilion. Yes. V the number two v2fca.org all right you're listening to direct line we'll be right back after this you want to be confident that your investments are working for you wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen dean crandall works right here in danville at morgan stanley's local office as your financial advisor dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments and he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too to make an appointment with dean crandall call 217-477-0025 morgan stanley smith marty llc member si PC. Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call, Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, 
We carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, December 15th. What a great interview, Stephanie. I like how off-air you're already talking about Super Bowl Sunday and what yeah. you're going to do with these guys. Uh, it's going to be a cool day at Second Church huh. on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. So go ahead when and mark Super that. Bowl? February 12th. Okay. Do you know what else is February 12th? Put your thinking cap on. Put mm-hmm. your history cap on. Garrett, Some, do you know what February twelfth is? Lincoln's birthday. Lincoln's birthday. Okay, hey, See, there you go. And I didn't even have that written down. I know. I know. Wow, I'm impressed. Now we're not going to celebrate Lincoln's birthday on that Sunday, but but we are going to speak. I think about the impact hmm. that sports can have. Mm-hmm leveraging the gospel mm-hmm. and uh, i just i appreciate these guys mm-hmm. uh daniel's one of the first people i met when i moved to this area mm-hmm. he was putting together lunches mm-hmm. for ministers during that time brian of course mm-hmm. i've known uh from well, and daniel led days. worship at our church last yes, sunday yes. and next gen so yeah. these guys are yeah you know they're involved in churches they're right. serving it's not just fca it's other things too and again i want to throw out um i, I want to hammer this the end of the year gives us opportunities, sure. many of us, yeah. for strategic end mm-hmm. of the year giving. Mm-hmm. And I think you've had mm-hmm. some great opportunities just hearing from people mm-hmm. the last several weeks right. that would be ideal recipients that they're making a difference. They're right. waking up every day. They're getting after it in the name of Jesus. And they're, they're obviously people to uh, to right. support. Right. Now, I am embarrassed to say this. Have we done sponsors? We have. We have done sponsors. Okay, so. Yeah. And I wanted you to know that people yeah. are responding to your request well, let's about hear, Christmas hear what for Dummies. Got. Yes, so what? far, we've got Christmas 101. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Kindergarten Christmas. Oh, like so I could dress up like Arnold Schwarzenegger, maybe? Wasn't <laughs> maybe. he the kindergarten cop? Is that so. right? Yeah, yeah okay. Or okay. Christmas for idiots. Well, um, Christmas for idiots probably has this, <laughs> the same potential challenge as Christmas for Dummies, but keep them coming. I love the suggestions. <laughs> I love the ideas. and. We'll see where it goes. But, I, am, uh, I mean, I think, you know, I'm not too yeah. good to say I'm an idiot sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think we all have it together well, and know I everything lo- about Christmas. What so. I love about the dummies books yeah. is I have several of yeah. them because it's like, you know, engineering for dummies yeah. or home You're decor. You're not calling people right, dummies. Right. You're saying, I'm, ba- I'm breaking this down so right. that everybody can understand this. So maybe I'm overreacting. I think you're over. Call it Christmas okay. for dummies if okay. you want to. Okay. You're in charge. Okay. Well, you get to call it what you want to call but it. But again, that's where the wisdom and discernment from others uh-huh. can help you from making a mistake. Because here's what I want to say. I would hate for someone to go to all the trouble on Christmas morning yeah. to come and worship right. and, and say, the preacher's calling me a dummy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So well, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. But I am. I actually have that message done. I'm very excited. Didn't Moses call the people morons? Uh, I, I don't think know. he did. I mean, I think he, he probably said much more than that, actually, when, <laughs> so, when he came down from the mountain and saw Moses. the golden calf. But yeah. You but, call it but, like you see it sometimes. I mean, Greg Taylor, <laughs> Moses. I mean, that's a that's a pretty big stretch right there, I would say. So, hey, yeah. real quick, couple mm-hmm. things on the way out. Um, North Philadelphia is a, a crime-ridden area, Rough. unfortunately. Yeah. And a gas station mm-hmm. owner... Um, 
kind of took matters into his own hands. Good for him. Um, he was tired of the crime. Mm-hmm. He was mostly tired of people being arrested for armed robbery and not even staying in jail overnight, not being charged for that, being mm-hmm. put back out on mm-hmm. the streets. And so he has taken matters into his own hands. Mm-hmm. He has hired armed security guards yep. with AR-15s. Now, mm-hmm. that's a that's a intense weapon. Mm-hmm. And he said he's not going to apologize for it. Now, I ask you the question, would a security guard with an AR-15 guarding the property, would that make you more likely or less likely to stop and get gasoline there? Well, as a former gas station yes. owner myself. There you go. Hmm. Yeah, I think if, if, if your elected officials are not doing their jobs and not keeping people in jail that are stealing and right. you know coming into your place with a gun to, to rob you right uh yeah i think i i'm sorry that they have to pay for it right but i think yeah it would if if i was living in that kind of a neighborhood where there was that much crime i think if i was going to walk into a gas station with my my money yeah and there would be a chance that i would going to be was going to be robbed yeah i right. think i would go there for me more power to them for me i would think that that would make you feel safer For me, I would think that even if some criminal comes in and they've got a handgun, you know, unless you want to reenact the OK Corral, you're going to leave that handgun in your in your Mm -hmm. coat or whatever Mm -hmm. belt pocket Mm -hmm. and you're going to move on to another location. Mm -hmm. But I've been amazed the number of residents in Philadelphia that have said because of the armed guards, we will no longer patronize that convenience store. So, I don't know. I just, I found it fascinating. And you know what it reminded me of? My time in Israel this summer. Because there were armed soldiers and police almost everywhere we went. And I wasn't worried at all. I mean, the first night that we were in Tiberias, uh, I went and got a selfie with a couple of them. Mm -hmm. Marla was just beside herself. (laughs) But they were great about it. Mm -hmm. But to me, I, I don't like that. I don't yeah, it's want sad that. that it's come to that, but, but I've told we've you, come to that. I've told you before, you know, Chicago has been a train wreck yeah. in terms of crime and violence. Uh-huh. To me, I don't know why we're not trying something along those lines. But um, every time I bring it up, I get some pretty significant pushback hmm. that, that this is America, that it is un-American. And I well, guess... Well, it's un-American <laughs> to go in and steal people's stuff and pull a gun and... I know. And I then know. not not prosecute them and keep them in jail. That's on American too. I know. Well, if you have thoughts on this, and again, maybe you think I am an idiot, reach out to me, Greg at secondchurch.com. I'd love to know your <laughs> thoughts, but I, I, you know, offer kudos to this uh, small business owner yeah. that's saying, I'm sorry he has to spend his money, enough. but yeah, yeah, it's his money. But, it's his business. I don't think he regrets going down that road. I bet he hasn't had people come in and steal well, from yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Well, hey, we got 90 okay. seconds left. I want to spend a little bit of time with this good news segment for the day. The Oasis Christmas Bash was Tuesday. And what's Oasis? Uh, Oasis is a Bible study okay. that meets most Tuesday mornings. Not every Tuesday, but, you know, we're probably there 45 out of the 52 Tuesdays a year. Sure. And we're getting ready to take a break. Mm-hmm. I need to throw that in there. Okay. But normally we get together and we just study the Bible right. hard for 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, this time we did a Christmas hymn sing. Mm-hmm. And it was you mm-hmm. and Michelle Vandeveer and mm-hmm. Sally Brash and Bryce Yates. Mm-hmm. And you sang, what, 10? 11. 11. Christmas carols. Just, you know, the 
the first Noel, yeah. the Oh Holy Night, the Hark the Herald. And I was in the back for most of that. Mm-hmm. And just watching people, I mean, they just ate mm-hmm. it up. So I want to mm-hmm. say to you, well done. Well, I thought that you. was a great time. I gave the Christmas quiz, which yeah. I, I don't know if the Christmas quiz has worn out its welcome <laughs> or not. Although it will be back next week on Direct Line oh, in a goody. condensed version. Oh, goody. In, in a condensed version. But, and your hot chocolate. Oh, man, yeah. That was a hit. Yeah, it was. Good and it for was you. so easy. You well, actually I, helped me. Don't tell your secret. Well, just I, take the credit. Just take the credit. Okay. Don't tell the secret. I was on really fretting on that. I was really fretting on it. Oh, and it my daughter good. saved the day. Yeah. Maybe next week I'll share the Jordan Taylor Van Gogh okay. hot chocolate secret. That, that'll that could be, be a win. And that'll you. be the reason that people will come back and listen next week, I'm sure. For the hot chocolate recipe. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, hey, on behalf of Stephanie and our guy, Garrett, this is Greg saying thanks for listening to Direct Line. Mm-hmm. And remember, Christmas weekend, just 10 days away, get to church, yeah. celebrate Emmanuel, God with us. Thanks for listening to Direct Line. We'll see you next week.